All right. Ready to do the show. Wait. Is this really the music we're going to use? Oh, well. Welcome to Midweek with Mike. Hey, guys. Welcome to Midweek with Mike. This is your host, Mike. Still on a freedom hangover from the 4th of July and the party that was. Living out in the neck of the woods that we live, fireworks are legal, surprisingly still. We talked about those communist areas that just don't appreciate fireworks. But fortunately, the area that I'm in does. We had a great time at the barbecue. I put some pictures up before. I didn't put the pictures up of the people that were at the barbecue just to protect them for who they were and the activities that they were doing. I'll tell you what, guys, it was everything that we expected it to be. We had table tennis, ping pong. We had volleyball. We had fireworks later in the day. We had cornhole. No, not that kind of cornhole. The cornhole games you play with beanbags. What else did we have? That was pretty much it besides the axe throwing, which was absolutely amazing. We had people drinking and throwing axes, but there were safety precautions put in place. So you don't have to worry about that. Don't tell your friends. That being said, the 4th of July party was epic. We had about 30 people show up. The flag that you could see on the Facebook, if you checked it out, was a 10 by 15 foot flag hung on the side of the house. We had over 100 cans of beer. What was the other thing we had? Not truly White Claw, because what is a 4th of July party without White Claw? We even had a keg of Rainier show up. There was liquor. There were ice cream bars for the kids. There were frozen juice pops for kids. There was pie. There were burgers. There were brats. Kahlua pork. There was literally anything and everything you can imagine at this party. It was absolutely off the hook a good time. So as the party's going on, Kenny showed up at the party. Kenny hustled a few people, uh, namely my brother and brother-in-law, in a game of ping pong with one of our other friends. Rather embarrassing for my brother and brother-in-law. We had fireworks. So fireworks were going absolutely amazing. We were having a great time shooting off fireworks in the front yard. All of a sudden, during a random Roman candle war, shooting back and forth, Bob's your uncle, trees go up in flame. Now, I'm not talking about a small fire. We're talking about arborvitaes that are about 20 feet tall. All of a sudden, people start yelling out, fire, fire, fire. There you go. It's all up in blaze. About uh, eight feet wide by 10 feet high in flame. So I run over, grab the hose from the front of the house. My friend Julie runs over, grabs the hose from the neighbor's house. We're spraying it across both ways. Put the fire out. No, No harm, no foul. It's uh, barely noticeable. We're not going to put any pictures up of that. All of that being said, the lesson that was learned was, well, absolutely nothing because people went back to Roman Candle Wars. And then the mortars started going off, and it was just a great, amazing time. That pretty much wraps up 4th of July. Pedro was supposed to be there. We were really excited because Pedro was going to show up, hang out with everybody, bring his girlfriend, and there's her son. Had a bunch of other kids show up, and we're hoping that he could make it, hang out with the other kids, not Pedro, the essential stepson. But at the last minute, Pedro did the millennial thing and decided not to show up. Turns out his parents are going on a trip somewhere. 
And instead of the whole old saying, bros be war hoes, or make a commitment two months in advance, he did the millennial thing and had to bow out so he could hang out with his family. No harm, no foul. Pedro, we love you. Appears more than you love us. So the rest of the gang was there, but Pedro couldn't make it. But that's that's enough about that. So today, I'd like to talk to you about how life is like a box, not of chocolates. It's a Forrest Gump thing. And fun fact, I've never seen the movie Forrest Gump. You're asking, how, how the hell did you go through life and not see the movie Forrest Gump? I will tell you how. I grew up in a very conservative Christian family. We went to church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, Tuesday night visitation, occasionally, Wednesday night youth group, homeschooled, very sheltered. So I turned 20, move out, and start watching movies like crazy, trying to catch up with all the movies that I wasn't allowed to watch because R-rated movies were bad, PG-13 was bad, some PG was not okay. I didn't get to watch Jurassic Park until after I moved out. Uh, the Matrix, I snuck out and watched that. Basically, all the classics, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, all the classics I missed out on. I didn't watch Christmas Story until I was well into my 30s. Christmas Story. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, 30s. Name a movie, and I probably didn't get to watch it until I was in my 20s or 30s. I'm not better with my parents. I love my mom and dad very much, as we all know. But how do you get that far in life? Another thing that was bad, let's just run the gauntlet here, rock music. Rock music was bad. I was not allowed to listen to anything with a beat or drums. And if a church started using drums for their church service, we left the church. If women were up as music leaders, we left the church. Very conservative, right-wing Christian upbringing, which is you're sort of wondering, how did you get to this point? Which I wonder as well. But I digress. No rock music, no movies. I was actually funny when I was 19, 20. I had a Ford, 1991 Ford Escort Pony, and I had a 1984 Chevy K5 Blazer with a convertible top on the back. I'll get to where this is at. When I was driving the K5 Blazer with a convertible top off, I was running glass packs. All you could hear was the engine. As you're going down the freeway, it was a three-speed transmission with the granny low, and it was just literally all the way down the freeway. Ridiculously loud. Probably should have got a bunch of tickets for it. Unfortunately, never did. But the subwoofers in the back of there with the rock music I was never allowed to listen to was playing and blaring. So if you're at a traffic light, all you hear is music. If you're going down the freeway, all you hear is the exhaust. Well, you'd switch it back and forth. My buddy of mine, Brian, from back in the day, set it up so we're in a refrigerator plug on the subwoofer. So you plug it into the car, and then you run the power with the power cord. Not regular power cord, you know, car power cords. Plug it in, hook it up, just take it back and forth. My parents had no idea I had this until my dad borrowed the car to go to Southern Oregon to pick up some chairs or something. And what is the subwoofer doing in the back of here? And what is this music you're listening to? Something else I'm ashamed of, we're just going to go right off the bat since we're delving into my background here. Backstreet Boys, I don't think I ever listened to NSYNC. Savage Garden, Britney Spears, all that horrible, crappy music from back in the day. Again, it uh, wasn't until I got older, probably into my 30s, that I actually appreciated 80s music, heavy metal, country music. I'm just really throwing myself under the bus here. I don't even know how we're going to get back on topic. Anyhow, life is like a box, not of chocolates. 
Life is like motorcycles. You're going, what, what the heck, Mike? How is life like motorcycles? Well, let's look at the different kind of motorcycles out there. And let's just play with this a little bit. Give me a little bit of room. Let me expand on this. We have dirt bikes, right? Everybody knows what a dirt bike is. Two-stroke, four-stroke. No, it's not two-stroke or four-stroke. It's not a sexual reference. It's a what kind of engine is it? A two-stroke engine has the gas and oil mix. Four-stroke has the oil and gas separated. It's a motorcycle thing. It's People who ride dirt bikes are all about it. Basically, all you need to know is the two-stroke is the one that goes ying, 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 and the other one just doesn't quite sound quite as annoying. So you have dirt bikes. Those go off-road. Those go all over the place. Those are absolutely fun, amazing. Didn't get into that until I was in my 20s either. Another story for another day. Then we have crotch rockets. Crotch rockets are your CBR, Hayabusa, Ninjas, 919, Street Fighter, whatever you want to call it. Those are your crotch rockets. Crotch rockets are ridiculously fast with a lot of power and not a lot of weight. My CBR 600RR weighed 330 pounds. It had 130 horsepower. So put me on it back in the day, close to around 500 pounds with 130 horsepower between my legs. Ridiculously fast, rode it too quick, got rid of it. Crotch rockets, fast, irresponsible, very hard to control. Then you have cruisers. You have different levels of cruisers, and the cruiser community is different from the crotch rocket community. Cruiser is going to be like your Harley, street glide, your road glide. People are going to tell you that the night rods aren't a Harley, but they're more crotch rocket variant. Not quite crotch rocket variant. It's a lot faster. Uh, you're going to be your gold wings. It's going to be your M109Rs. Basically, the ones that instead of leaning over the handlebars, you're sitting back and it looks like people's legs are out because they're on a recliner and they just go and it's more of a slower pace. And then honorable mention is trikes. And when I say trike, there's a couple different kinds. There's the Harley trikes or Harley with a sidecar. Then there's also the motorcycles that came out recently with the two wheels in the front and the wheel in the back. It's usually that fat person on there that can't figure out how to balance on a regular motorcycle or that beta male who wants to be cool and ride a motorcycle like real people but can't dig deep enough to find what he needs to find to actually ride something with two wheels, but he still wants to be cool and pick up chicks. I don't even know how to describe those people. That's uh, that's not even an honorable mention. That's just like, a, geez, I can't even say it. We're, anyhow, I digress. So how is life like motorcycle? So let's think about this. As you're younger, as you're in high school, as you're in your 20s, let's say high school, you're trying to figure out who you are. Middle school, high school, this is a very weird stage for kids because you're trying to figure out who am I, where do I fit in, where do I belong? You have the people going off to the jocks, the emo crowd, the male cheerleader crowd. The I, I'm not even going to get into that. It's so long since I was there. I don't even remember any of that. I just see it with the kids these days. Again, I wish Pedro could have been here to pick on the Gen Xer, call me a boomer, which I'm not Gen Xer. You got dirt bikes. You got these kids. Trying to figure out where you're going. You're exploring. You're going through everywhere. You get hurt along the way. You crash a few times. You pick yourself up. You dust yourself off. And guess what? If you started at the center of the circle, you ride this motorcycle around all different directions in the circle, and you pop out due north or due east or west or south or wherever. But this motorcycle got you on the path of life that you're going Either you're into a life of drugs, either you're off with the military, either you're off to college, you're off running with a kid, whatever it may be, the dirt bike is what got you there. So now we move forward. 
Some people jump into a cruiser. You're going, wait a minute, what about the crop rockets? We'll get to that. Some people jump into a cruiser. Some people go through college and they go get a job and they're happy and they go get married and they're happy and they just sort of cruise through life and then they hit retirement, they keep on cruising and then they get on the trike that's something reliable, safe and easy and they just keep going. That's the cruiser life. Then you have the people that get off the dirt bike and they go, shoot, natural progression, I should do dangerous, fun, exciting, daring, bold, crotch rocket, fast, fun, dangerous. And that's typically your college years. Maybe the first couple of years out of college, that's your time to explore. That's your time to be wild. And eventually, they that peters out, typically 28, 30 years old, hop on the cruiser. You cruise through life and you have your 30s, 40s, you're responsible, you have your house, you have your kids, you have whatever it may be, and you keep cruising along and you just keep cruising on in life, hopefully not hitting that trike slash beta trike. Then you have people like, trying not to get political here, Hunter Biden, whose kid has a parent who's a crack whore and the dad's addicted to meth and prostitutes. The grandpa's president, it's really weird. Anyhow, then you have someone like Hunter Biden. He would be the definition of a crotch rocket his whole life. Just going crazy, getting prostitutes, getting in trouble, taking money from China, just doing everything as recklessly as possible because he has a dad who doesn't know what he's doing or where he is or even who the president is. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, just going the wrong direction. But you get where I'm at, right? Dirt bike, beginning of life, crotch rocket, zipping around, taking chances, learning, cruiser, getting cruising, and then trikes. Again, beta, beta machines. Don't ever get on, ride, be around a trike. That's not okay. So I was thinking about this today, and the reason this was brought up to me in my head was I'm riding my motorcycle around today with my girlfriend, Harley B. Rod, which, again, the Harley community will say is not a Harley. Crotch Rock community will say it's not a Crotch Rocket, but it's somewhere in the middle. It's really cool. It has a Porsche engine. It's the only motorcycle with a Porsche engine in it that's liquid-cooled. I digress. So I'm riding around. I'm going, you know what? Life is really good. I have my girlfriend on the back behind me. Finally, after however many girlfriends, found the woman who was perfect for me. Absolutely head over heels with this girl. Um, Love doing stuff with her, taking her places. Fourth of July was awesome. First time we were able to have a party at now our house together. She moved in and represent us as a unit. Anyhow, she's riding around on the back and going, wow, I have this amazing woman with me. I have this fun motorcycle, good house, have a good job, which I'm trying to transfer to another one. That'll be a story for hopefully in a couple of weeks. But I was like, life is good. Admittedly, for me, I spent a lot of time in the crotch rocket phase, zipping around, not being irresponsible, not doing anything illegal, not doing anything wrong necessarily, but just not ever getting into a cruise mode. Always, you know, sort of doing the uh, squirrel, you know, there it is, go after it. Not focusing on who I am as a person, who I want to be, and slowing down to enjoy life. And I realized I'm more into the cruising phase of my life with my relationship, my household, except for this new career thing that's coming up. That's, again, another conversation for another day. But question for you, if you had to pin one down, where would you be at? Are you at the beginning of your life with dirt bike, exploring? Are you the crotch rocket phase where you're zipping around, being wild and crazy? Are you in the cruiser phase 
are you in the beta male, beta female trike phase where you're just doing everything safe? And there's nothing saying that you can't jump around. There's nothing saying that you could be on a cruiser and then now you're out on a dirt bike. I mean, for me, looking at different job avenues and ventures, I admittedly will be in segments of my life where I'm on a dirt bike exploring. Doesn't mean that I can't be on a cruiser, cruiser part of my life with my relationship. So where are you and what avenues of your life are you in? So with your career, are you on a dirt bike? Are you cruising? Are you playing it safe and riding the beta trike? Where are you at? Where is your partner at? Is your partner the wild, crazy person who you're just sitting there going, I'm just holding on for a good time because this is this is rough. Not doing phrasing, guys. It's literally just talking about life. Are they in the cruiser phase? Where is everybody at? And where do you want to be? And how do you get to where you want to be? We've talked a few times about how to get to where you want to be and what steps you need to do. So you have the steps to be there. You know what to do. So what's stopping you from getting to where you want to be at? Is it a personal thing? Is it a fear? Is riding a cruiser and not taking any chances just the easiest, greatest thing for you? Are you in a position where you don't have to take chances and you can just cruise along in life and enjoy it? I mean, sure, there's going to be hiccups. Things are going to get in the way. You're going to hit, get hit potholes. You're going to have to dodge obstacles. At least you're not riding a trike. Let's just throw that out there. You're not riding a trike. It's a beta thing to do. So that's it, guys. Where do you want to be? Where are you? You know how to get there. We've talked about the tools on how to get there. We've talked about starting. We've talked about day one. We've talked about being good people and how to be a good person. You choose your own adventure. That's the beauty of life. Even if you're in prison, you still get to choose your adventure. Are you going to grab that guy's pocket and have him protect you, but have to pay for it? Or are you going to Do whatever you have to do to survive. Same with everything else in life. What are you going to do to survive? Choose that level that you want to live at. Be the person that you want to be. Tell me about it. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Let me know what you guys want me to talk about. I'm more than happy to pick up a topic and see where we go from there. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the motorcycle life analogy. And if you want to do the razzing on lack of education in the world due to being sheltered and homeschooled, there's that too. Anyhow, you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. been listening to the whatever happened to patriotism podcast the whatever happened to patriotism podcast can be controversial at times the comments and the opinions of the host and guest are for entertainment purposes only and not their actual opinions while the whatever happened to patriotism podcast is about first responder heroes this podcast is in no way affiliated with any first responder departments 